Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. All right, where are my macro and calorie trackers at? I know you're out there. I'm doing this episode for you because you're talking to a recovering obsessive tracker, a recovering MyFitnessPal addict where I could not, I couldn't get through a day without typing it into MyFitnessPal or seeing where it landed with calories or seeing how many calories I had left for the day, eating the calories I had left even though I wasn't even hungry. Uh, I was either tracking or if I wasn't tracking, I was completely off track and eating whatever I want, typically because it didn't fit in my MyFitnessPal, because we know that. If it doesn't fit and you want to have it, it's like, well, screw that day. That's not going to happen. And I've already ruined it because I've gone over calories or macros, so I might as well start again tomorrow. Like that was my mindset. And I used to think I was like, oh yeah, I'm flexible with my nutrition, but that's not flexible at all uh, in any way. I used to believe that I would only reach my goals with tracking. I mean, I did it for years and years and years, way too long, probably obsessively, I would say for six or seven years to the point where even when I was on vacation, I would be putting things in. And like, let me be very clear, this got me nowhere closer to the goals that I wanted to be. In fact, it was actually when I started to release tracking a little bit that I started to get closer to my goals um, because it was less stressful for me. And also because the further away I got from tracking, the more I started to listen to my body and the more I started to view food as food, as nutrition, as nutrients, as meals, as is this going to satisfy me instead of is this going to fit my macros. And when I made that switch, my body made that switch too, which was a really amazing thing. So I want to be really clear that tracking can be an amazing tool. I'm, I'm by no means against tracking. In fact, when I use it in my coaching, in some of my coaching, it depends on where you're at. Because again, this is all tailored for you. So if you have any sort of like disordered eating or whatever it might be, um, a bad relationship with tracking, we don't have to go that route. But for a majority of my clients, it can be an amazing tool in your toolbox to help you create awareness on where your body should be and the nutrients we're taking in. But most of us don't use tracking that way. We only use tracking for a calories in, a calories out, try and hit these random numbers that my fitness pal gave you or a macro calculator gave you, and you know nothing outside of it. 
And when I first started coaching, like rookie coach Katie, I never had a path for my clients to shift away from tracking. It was only like, no, this is what we do, macros and calories, and this is our focus. And to be honest, when I started, it was so numbers-based for me, and it couldn't be more opposite from where I am now as a coach. It's just amazing the transitions and the transformations that you make while coaching. But now I use tracking, but not as a lifestyle. I use it truly as like one tool in the toolbox. My goal as a coach is to teach you so much about your body and nutrition that you don't need tracking. Like, yes, we can track to help us in the beginning, create a little bit of awareness, get some consistency underneath our belt, learn, you know, maybe how to build our meals around protein and how how much fiber we're getting each day and what foods have more fiber, more carbs, more protein, more fat. I use that as a focus, but I always have the end goal is that tracking is not a lifestyle. I want to transition you off tracking. Why? Because I don't want you tracking in 10 years. Like how miserable does that sound? Like if you're tracking right now, picture yourself 10 years from now. Where are you at? You really see yourself sitting at a table typing into my fitness pal? No, that's 100% not going to happen. And I don't want that for you because it does take away from your life at a certain point and it does get obsessive and it can be stressful. And then it starts working against you. And I don't want that at all. I always want to set you up to be able to have a transition off of tracking. And I know that a lot of you obviously aren't coaching with me, but I love bringing you along for the journey. I love teaching you, guiding you, helping you. And something that's come up so often is, Katie, how do I get off tracking? I don't know. Like I've, I've been tracking for years. It doesn't work anymore. I hate it. It stresses me out, but I feel like it's the only way I stay on track. And then my question for you is, okay, if it's the only way you stay on track, are you really reaching your goals? Is it really getting you to your goals? And what I like to show you is that tracking isn't making or breaking the difference between you reaching your goals. My fitness pal isn't the issue. We got to pull back and really start to focus on what might be keeping you from your goals. And trust me, it's not that app. So when you pull back from tracking and you have to start to shift and focus on other things, all of a sudden it creates this opportunity for you. We don't look at it as an opportunity. We look at it as like, we think it's going to work against us, but it's actually working for you because it's giving you an opportunity to learn and it's giving you an opportunity to create a lifestyle. But we're so weight loss focused in our head that as soon as we pull away and we hop on that scale and it says we gained a pound, it's like, oh, it's because I'm not tracking and we go back to tracking right away and that vicious cycle starts again. So what I want to do in this episode is teach you how to break that cycle teach you how to transition off of tracking without feeling like, hey, I'm not tracking. The rug's been pulled out from underneath me. So it's either a free for all and I failed or I'm back to tracking because there's a whole other world that I want to introduce you to. But that's the world that most of us know when it comes to tracking. So I'm going to help you navigate the first steps in this journey for your non-tracking journey. So listen up, like you're ready. We're about to like buckle up because we're about to start a whole new Open up a whole new door in your health and fitness journey for you to be able to navigate it. So I'm really excited for this. Okay, the first thing I want to, the first step is to truly create awareness. And I do this with all of my clients. This is what we do in the first phase is creating awareness. And for you, what I want you to do is create awareness on where you're at, on how you build your meals, on what keeps you satisfied when you're the most hungry, 
Do you have any structure to your meals? Do you have anything pre and post workout? How do you feel after you finish eating? These are questions that none of us know because we let my fitness pal tell us. We literally look at our my fitness pal and say, "Does it fit? Okay, I guess it works for me and I guess it's going to be okay." But was that meal even satisfying? You know, your meal should be keeping you satisfied for 3 to 4 hours. If you have a meal and you want a snack an hour later, Boom, that's a good sign that you're not building meals that are satisfying enough for your body. So that's a good sign that you're going to be snacking all day and all in between your meals and end up going way over your calories and probably feel guilty every single day. Like I'm sure some of you listening are like, yep, bingo, you're naming me, Katie, because I hear it all the time. So asking yourself these things. When, on a day where you feel really satisfied, look at your protein. Did you hit higher protein goals that day? How did you reach that protein number? All of a sudden, you're creating awareness around your meals, around how you're building them. If a meal doesn't satisfy you, go back in and look at it. Did it have a crazy amount of low carbs? Well, you probably didn't give yourself enough energy. You know, did it have eight grams of protein? Well, you probably needed to build a little bit more protein to keep that meal more satisfying for you. Starting to create awareness and recognize not just the numbers, but the feelings outside of MyFitnessPal is your number one goal. So that's what I want you to do the next week, the next two weeks, is just start to notice. And this is a really hard thing because we come from a very judgmental place as women about our bodies and about how food makes us feel. Just notice how you feel. And notice it not as what do I need to take away, but what do I need to add to feel better? How how could that day have gone better? How could I have added that in for it to go a little bit smoother and then start to implement some of those things? If you want, you can keep a little bit of a journal outside of this just to track how you're feeling, how you're building your meals, what meals made you feel really good and what meals didn't. So that is number one. Start to notice and find what makes you feel your best and the most sustained. Step two is slowly transition off tracking. If you've been tracking for a long time, like don't pull the plug on tracking because it's not going to go well. That's been your security blanket. That's been your comfort zone. That's been what you know for so long that if you pull the rug out from underneath it, you're setting yourself up to fail. What we have to do is slowly transition you off in an environment where you feel comfortable, where you're not going to be triggered to just go have whatever you want to have and have all these cheat days because you're off tracking because that's automatically going to shoot you right back to tracking. And our goal is to not track. So step two, slowly transition off of tracking. What I usually recommend for my clients is that pick two days during the week, two or three days during the week. It's either going to be Tuesday, Thursday, or it's going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I say the week and not the weekend, because if you pick two days during the weekend, weekends are already, they already knock us off our game. They already mess with our mindset a little bit. So we don't want to be choosing the weekend. During the weeks, we have structure to our day. We have our work day. We have our routine. We have our morning routine, nighttime routine, what time we get up in the morning. And typically we'll have meals sort of prepped for the week. So when you are picking weekdays, you're automatically gaining a little bit of confidence in yourself because they're easier days to navigate. So all of a sudden you go through a week or two where Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you don't track, but Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, you do. All of a sudden you realize like, oh, I actually, I'm building my meals sort of the same. Because you did step one, you sort of know what makes your body feel good. 
You know what meals are keeping you a little bit more sustained. You have a routine. You have a plan in place. This is what you have before the gym. This is what you have after the gym. Regardless of tracking it, you're starting to notice your body a lot more. And then when you start to see results with not tracking on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're like, oh, wow, the scale went down a pound this week. I guess, I'm, I guess I know my body a little bit more. And what we're doing is we're, we're planting little seeds of trust with your body. Because we don't trust our body. We don't trust ourselves. We work against it all the time because we play this like a mental game constantly in our heads. So we're planting little seeds of trust. Then maybe we trickle it into a weekend. You know, don't do it on a weekend where you have a big plans or, you know, you're away for the weekend. Do it on a weekend where you're in a little bit more control. And like, if you want, push the limits a little bit, you know, maybe have like, maybe have a cookie or two, maybe have a drink. Don't track it, but don't go all out just because you had that. Make sure if you're doing a weekend, you have the mindset of all I'm doing is planting a little seed of trust. I just want to see where my body ends up. I'm not going to go all out. I'm not going to feel defeated. I'm not going to end this weekend in a binge. Then you trickle in a weekend day and you're doing this over the course of two or three weeks. Then all of a sudden you're track you're not tracking four days, you're tracking three and you start to realize that you really don't need tracking. So if you've been tracking for a long time, my recommendation is to take three to four weeks to transition off of it. You're going to see your best results then. I always see the best results with my clients when we take three to four weeks to truly transition off of tracking. If you pull the rug out, you're going to get stuck in the same cycle you do. So that's step one and two. Step three is a very important step because this is something that we always do. Step three is do not change up too many variables. So what happens is we change up one. We change up our MyFitnessPal. Let's say we take that tracking away. All of a sudden, we're starting to second guess ourselves and say, oh, I don't know. I think I went a little bit over calories or judging yourself in your head. I think I went a little bit over calories. So I'm going to add in some cardio. I'm going to do extra workouts this week. I'm going to get up early tomorrow. And then you're changing up variables. You're effing up your game. You're adding in more cardio, so you're burning more calories. You're going to automatically be a little bit hungrier. Then you're going to stress about being hungry. Then maybe you eat something and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have ate that, so I'm going to get up early and get an extra workout in tomorrow. Then you're digging into your sleep. So all of a sudden, we're at sleep, we're at stress, we're at working out. We're changing up four variables for our body. It's never going to work well. If you're switching up something in your health and fitness journey, one variable at a time my number one rule. We tackle it. We get good at it. Then we can start to switch it up, okay? If you want to shift your workout routine, if you want to shift it to starting to lift a little bit heavier, that's cool. Let's shift it when we're off tracking macros, and then we can start to tackle that in our body. Then we can start to build that on. It's like foundation up. If you try and do the fancy stuff first with all these cracks in your foundation, it's not going to work. Let's build a strong foundation, and then the fancy stuff works so much better. So number one, create awareness. Take a week or two to just notice what makes you feel your best and your most sustained. Step two is slowly transition off of tracking. Take a couple of weeks to do this. Don't do anything crazy. Step three is do not change up too many variables. And if you do those three things, I promise you that is a surefire way to transition yourself off of MyFitnessPal in the most confident way to where you start to understand your body and understand that you don't need it. So there's a fourth step in here, and this fourth step is optional, but 
The fourth step is taking the guessing out of it. You can do this on your own, but it is easier to do with a coach. It is easier to do with a little bit of a community. So I just want you to know that. And I love teaching women how to break that cycle. So much, and and I've been getting, I don't know what it is, if it's like the holidays coming up and people are stressed that they're gonna be off track or they're just sick of tracking and they don't want to take away from all of the memories that are gonna be created the next six or seven weeks. But I've been getting this question in my inbox of how do I get off tracking? How do I how do I hit my goals without tracking macros? So that's exactly why I put together this masterclass that's happening um, two, a week from now. I'm trying to think when this is coming out. It's going to be happening a week from now. So on that Saturday and Sunday, I'm doing a masterclass called Muscles Without Macros, literally teaching you exactly what I'm teaching you now, only more in depth. Right now, I'm giving you guidelines This masterclass, I'm going to teach you the specifics. I'm going to take the guessing completely out of it for you. Simplify the heck out of reaching your goals. Like you want to learn how to fuel your body without numbers. You want to learn how to create lean muscle and definition without macros or my fitness pal. This masterclass is 100% for you. If you want to have your, the mindset where you no longer question your body, like we're constantly questioning our body and good food, bad food, and does it fit in these numbers? If you no longer want to do that, take that like mental like cloud over your head off and actually learn where you should be. This is for you. Like my goal in this masterclass is to ultimately teach you how to evolve into a woman that is so confident with where her body needs to be that you never need a MyFitnessPal or a diet again. So this masterclass is for you if you've been tracking for a while, even if you haven't been tracking, but you really want to, you don't want to, and it stresses you out and you don't like the idea of it. Maybe you come from a disordered eating background and you numbers aren't a good thing for you. This masterclass is for you because I'm taking that out of it and I'm showing you how to reach your goals without numbers, without macros, because it's 100% possible. We don't think it's possible because it's never happened, because the only way we've ever learned is with a numbers attached, and it's time to flip that. It's time to learn. It's time to earn trust in our bodies, because I'm telling you, learning how to hit your goals outside of tracking is the most important lifestyle shift you can make. If you truly want to create happiness in your journey, Learning how to do this without macros and numbers, without a diet, without my fitness pal. Imagine deleting my fitness pal on your phone. How how good would that be? It's going to be the biggest shift you make in your health and fitness journey. And th- this program is so powerful, and I'm really really pumped about it. So if you're not ready for it, I'm cool with that. Start with these steps I gave you in that podcast. But if you're like, no, I want to know the specifics, I want to dive deeper, um, this two-day masterclass is 100% for you. So you can sign up. There's a link below to sign up. Um, It's going to be available for six weeks. So even if you're busy, like this is all virtual. So even if you're busy, if you're away for the weekend, if you can't make it, you got six weeks like through the new year to be able to watch this, to be able to implement it. Um, There's going to be two live trainings. I'm going to be doing bonus videos, question and answers. There'll be PDFs. There's so much included in this two-day masterclass. And that's why I'm giving you extra access because I want you to be able to dive into all of it. So I, um, I cannot wait to see you there. I can't wait for this next transition, this next jump in your health and fitness journey because it's truly going to be life-changing. 
Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like this podcast, leave me a review and share it with any women in your life that you think need to hear it. If you don't already follow me, go over to Instagram, search Conditioned by Katie. Make sure you follow me. You're part of this community. If you're interested in working with me, look, I have so many different ways you can work with me from one-on-one coaching to small group to master classes that I host and everything in between. The best way you can find out what's going on in the Conditioned by Katie world is to either follow me on Instagram or sign up for my newsletter on my website. That's going to give you all the updated info and a lot of other fun things every single week. But look, I'm just so happy you're here. I'm happy you're part of this community. Keep showing up, keep growing with me, and keep being you.